Welcome to Season 1 of the Everything Bagel Show, where we focus on the interesting and slightly quirky things of our world. And this means basically everything. I'm your host, Hannah Morris. This week's episode, Women Warriors. First of all, let's talk about a warrior queen. In 1583, Princess Nzinga of Nabata was born to King Ngola Kilwani Kia Samba and Queen Kengala Ke Nakombe. Contrary to many beliefs, Nzinga did not have a peaceful childhood. When her father died, Nzinga's brother, Mumbani Kilwani, rose to power. At this time, the kingdom of Nabata was under siege by the Portuguese, who wanted the kingdom as a headquarters for slave trading. After many years of fighting, both sides grew weary, and Mumbadi decided that peace talks must be initiated. Assuming it might be a trap, Mumbadi sent Nzinga to meet with them. After learning that the Portuguese may respect her more if she was Christian, Nzinga was baptized, and her Christian name became Dona Ana de Sueza. Despite this, when she arrived, the Portuguese governor she was meeting with was sitting in the only chair available in the room. To them, she was inferior, and they had set a cushion on the floor for her. Nzinga would not accept this kind of treatment. She called the one of her servants, who then proceeded to pose as a human chair for Nzinga. She commenced the peace talks while looking the governor directly in the eye. In 1626, Mambadi committed suicide, making Nzinga the new queen. The Portuguese had long since broken their treaty with her kingdom, igniting a 30-year-long war. Rival kingdoms soon organized alliances with Nzinga, building an army that would overcome the Portuguese many times. But Nzinga wasn't satisfied with only men fighting. She soon trained an entire army of women to defeat the Portuguese. Among these women were her two respected sisters, Kifanji and Mukumbu. In 1647, she and her army succeeded in defying the Portuguese army but the victory did not last long. As the Portuguese forced her and her people to flee to different kingdoms, she defeated the leaders of both Mambada and Nodongo, taking the kingdoms under her own reign. Queen Nzinga was a fearless warrior and leader. She was not afraid to fight for her kingdoms. After many years of war, she died in peace at the age of 81. When they buried her, she was laid to rest with her prized bow and arrows curled in her arm. After her death, the Portuguese took over her kingdom, and hearing the people call her Ngola, they renamed the country Angola, which still carries her name to this day. Nzinga was a fighter, known for her skill and strategy in battle. She defied the face of danger and death, overcoming many obstacles in her long life. She is one leader who had an incredible impact on the world. We will always remember Queen Nzinga of Angola. When we think about women warriors, we often picture women fighting on the front lines, like Queen Nzinga. But what about the women in the background? One of these such women was Jeanne Barrett. Born on July 27, 1740,
Jan's childhood was filled with nature. She would constantly collect plants, a clear sign of her not-so-far-away future. When Jan grew up, she required a job working for botanist Philibert Commerson as a housekeeper. One day, Philibert received an offer from the captain of the ship, the Atoyle, to come along as a botanist. Philibert asked that Jan be allowed to come on as his assistant. When that was refused, they devised a plan. Jan would dress as, and pretend to be, a man. She was able to keep her disguise for many years, leading her to discover hundreds of new kinds of plants, including one that would eventually be named after her. Jan's determined attitude and willingness to defy was what eventually led her to becoming the first woman to circumnavigate the globe. Women warriors are often overlooked in history or forgotten. It's our job to bring their stories into the light. Thank you for listening in on this week's episode of the Everything Bagel Show.